Welcome to The Listening Show. It's a show that you can listen to. My name is Zach. My partner's name is Walter. Uh, hey, Walter. Uh, four years ago, and two hours and six minutes, I happened upon a lonely raccoon mother uh, carrying her, swaddling uh, a load of babies uh, alongside her as she trekked through the forest. And I said to this raccoon, hey, you, get out of here, vermin. And she said, what about my children? I said, I don't care about those. Uh, you guys all have to get out of here. Uh, and then she didn't. She, uh, she didn't listen. So uh, I think if there was anything to be derived from this, it would be that perhaps if she would have listened, I wouldn't have had to kill a family of raccoons. Uh in a terrible, bloody massacre. Uh, I tortured them. (laughs) (laughs) So we should listen more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was my favorite one in a while. Yeah. I like the, I like the ending. Yeah. (laughs) I tortured them. them. Tortured them. (laughs) Not just the mother raccoons, but the children raccoons. Yeah. But the women and the children, too. Yeah. We just got done from eating really grody food. Yeah. We went to, it was your idea. You were like, hey, why don't we go to this? Of course. It was my idea. You didn't mention how we were eating our orgasmic filet mignon. That was my idea when it was good. But now that it's bad, make sure you mention it was my idea. I think we. I think it was, I think it was inferred that the filet mignons were your idea. Now, this was also your idea and. And I get to complain about it. So uh, you were like, hey, let's go get Chinese. It's like, all right. No, I, I said Asianese. You said that. You wouldn't want to lie. You're right. I wouldn't want to lie. So you said, let's get Asianese, which means Chinese. And then <laughs> we, I was thinking, yay, we can go get a good Chinese place, like the three that I like in town. You said, no, let's go to this fourth one that I know you don't like. But I don't think you knew that I didn't like that one. All that to say... Still wasn't good, but they do have meat sticks and those were good. And the ice cream was fine, even though it was watery. I wanted to go there because I, I'm pretty sure I'd gone to that one a few times as a kid. And I was like, oh, I happened to see it the other day. I want to go there sometime. So I said to Zach, um, I'm glad we went here. Doesn't mean it was good. It was not good, but I'm still glad I came here because there were some food items there at the buffet that I, I do remember exactly being the same way from when I was a kid. It's like, oh, that was a good childhood. I didn't have very good taste back then, apparently, but this is the same stuff, so that's cool. I was glad we went, too. And I also used to go there when I was a child, and it was great then. But again, right. uh, I don't trust young me with anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I trust that person to concuss themselves on any hard object they find in the house, but I don't trust them with food. Uh, that that person meaning old me. Old me was an idiot. Uh, today, our topic is the Bible, I guess. I said, hey, I've been wanting to talk about the Bible, even though I don't have anything particular to say. But, but I thought it was an interesting enough topic and maybe it would uh, spurn conversation. Spurn? I think so. It would spurn conversation. <laughs> That's a good segue into talking about the Bible. Sperm. Looking to spur some conversation. Yep. Let's talk about the Bible. Yeah. You've been reading it lately, right? Nope. I mean, yes, but not lately. No, I haven't read the past two weeks. Okay. 
So you got me at a good time to call me out. I'm not trying to call anybody. I know out. you're not, but it's just bad coincidence for me. Yeah, I'm in no position to because I have, I probably haven't read. I haven't opened up a Bible like a physical Bible probably over a year, and I haven't read the Bible in probably close to a year. We talked about this briefly before yep. on the show. Well, you said about how like how I, you talked about like how long it had been since you had read it. Mm-hmm. This that sounds familiar. Yeah. I like the idea of it right now a lot, but I just don't like reading it. <laughs> ah, the Bible. What a cool thing that I don't partake yeah, in. Yeah, I like the idea of reading this book, but I just don't like reading. Yeah. No, it's an actual, it sounds dumb, but that's an actual thing. It is. Like I have a book on my uh, TV stand, we would call the table in the living room. I have it there so you can have a book to read. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of reading it, and when I read it, I like reading it. Yeah. More specifically, I like the idea of reading but I do not like reading. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it looks appealing until you actually are coming to the point and you're supposed to read. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Everything about reading goes against me. And this is why. I like doing everything fast and efficient. And reading is not that. Reading is very slow, methodical, and precise. And I'm none of those things Like as a human. I'm very imprecise, but I'm fast and I'm efficient. And I get the information that's necessary to you in the quick way. Mm-hmm. The Bible is the opposite of that because it's like here you like can you get the information read it slowly as yeah. possible and there would still be meanings to derive from what you just read you'd have to read it again you know yeah. it's just it's too no, dense. It's too too dummy thick and then like you read like you read it and then you basically said it I guess. That's you're right. It's that you could read it and then that's not what sufficient the, right it's not the information you like the information is like in thinking about it and like reading other parts in context and like meditating on it and it's like the opposite of efficient yeah it's necessary per- perhaps and perhaps if i did it i'd be a good person <laughs> uh but i don't i don't know i'm not optimistic <laughs> that's just like i guess that's a reading thing for me. I have my sister got me a graphic novel of Avatar: The Last Airbender for Christmas. Mm. It makes me so happy. And I opened that thing up that night because there's pictures. It's fast. It tells a story quick, and you know, you you know it by the time you're done. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like the pictures too. It's handsome. It's a book like this big. In the end of that story, the savior is still alive. Yeah, probably it's a happier story. Yeah. And he it gets is. a girl. Yeah. So that doesn't, Jesus didn't. So he like, didn't, he got the, but wait. really the biggest competition is the fact that there are pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus got, instead of the girl, he got the, the burden of existence itself, which is not near as exciting as the idea of a girl. No, he didn't get girls. He got gills. I don't understand. Many fishes. That's funny, but it's, it, it's it was reference. poorly delivered, but the wordplay puns were there. Got gills. Gills, girls. Fishes, bitches. Yeah. There's some joke to be made. Someone else needs to do this pot until it comes out correctly. Yeah. I just threw the ingredients in there. Fishes and buns. Got lots of buns. Buns. Yeah, I loaves. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of loaf. Uh, there's jokes in there. Lots damn it. of loaf. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lots of loaf. <laughs> lots to loaf about that guy. Uh, That's funny. That's stupid. Yeah. What was funny to me is you, you, you used Jesus' name in vain. That was the funniest joke. It was the <laughs> most unoriginal one, but it was the funniest one. Like well, you were I, trying too hard, even with puns, and you just 
Let's just leave his name. Well, I wasn't trying to say it, but I I was trying to say like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Lots to love. Like it was like a punchline for what he is. It sounded like you were remarking at the joke, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yeah. Hey, uh, your favorite play on words. I know we talked about this before. Mine is uh, cheese is nice, but yours, I think yours is cheese and rice. What's Mm. your preferred way pun? Because mine's definitely cheese and rice. Or sorry, cheese is nice. Cheese is nice. Cheese is nice. I don't remember what I say. I'm sure we've had that conversation before. Yeah, I think you're right. Because we've had all the important conversations that there are to have. I think I've said cheese and, cheese and rice. Yeah. Cheese and rice. But it's I don't say it commonly. Yeah. Because I think it's corny <laughs> and r- ricey. <laughs> yeah. There's a, I always pick white rice at Chipotle instead of brown rice. You know what that means? Racism. That's racist. <laughs> Did you come up with that? No, you just said, you just gave me the punchline, so I made the joke for it. You said r- ricey or something. I was like, oh, that sounds like racy, but with rice. So here, put a joke together. See, I stewed that's, the ingredients correctly that time. Yeah, that's racist. The fact that you didn't guess it made it funnier. I thought you would have guessed it, but you didn't, so it caught you off guard. I, I just went to racism because of color. I <laughs> just like... <laughs> As one does, I just went to racism. <laughs> yeah, you were halfway there. Yeah, uh, this maybe. I, okay, we don't have to stick on the topic. We, do you want to? Do you mind if I jump on a tangent about that? About rice? No, about race. If you want to, okay. I, I I'm fine with staying on the Bible. I'd like to do that too, but I thought of something else. It's want- not. It's not important actually. It was just. I. It was just that drama about. Something about football. Oh, well, that's not something. the Bible. Oof. No. Not yet. Uh, a couple of things, kind of topic starters for the Bible come to mind. The The one right now is the fact that for some reason, the majority of people just for some reason picture God as being a beautiful white man, which is strange to me because mm-hmm. he was a Jew not that Jews aren't white, but back from, from back then, more likely he wouldn't have been just straight up white. He probably, there's no reason to think he would have been attractive. It doesn't say anything like that. I don't know. You think Jesus fact, was ugly? And- I don't think he was ugly. I think he looked mostly average. Pretty normal. Like, not abs. Not, not, not stuff like that. You don't think he had abs? I bet he was freaking in shape. He had to be. He, he could have abs if he wanted to. But if he did, nobody would know about it because he wouldn't be the kind of guy to go shirtless. Well, that's not really culturally what you did anyway. I don't think. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't think he looks like the the stereotypical Nazarene oil paintings. You know what I'm talking about? The image no, of Jesus I, that everybody yeah. knows. But it's weird that we all know that or all have it in our heads because I don't think that's... The, yeah, they whitewash Jesus. Which is weird. I don't know who they is, but people just, you know, people see their Savior as they look a lot like them, and that's obviously not factual or correct. Wouldn't have been the the Catholics? I don't know. Wouldn't it have been the Catholics? Um, I think Protestantism is guilty in that regard, too. Well, it's weird, you know, to think about where it came from and the fact that no one were along the line. Someone went, hey, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. In fact, I, I think if there was a time when people would have questioned that and gone, that doesn't make sense, would have been when, like, it was strong dogmatism and the church controlled uh, the Bible and what was distributed. You know, like, when people couldn't read, stuff like that. I, I think it would... I think that image of Jesus was um, reinforced for such a long period of time 
during which people could not challenge it or comprehend the Bible for themselves, that it was on culture long enough to be just accepted as, oh, this is what it's like. Mm. So, like, imagine, I wonder how long it's been. Let's just say 100 years, probably longer than that, that it was controlled. Let's say 100 years. Everyone just grew up knowing this is what Jesus looks like. And then 100 years later, we now have a few generations of this is what this is just what it's like. And now a new generation comes in. And like, okay, no question. It's been this way for several generations. Like at some point, I think it just got... Yeah, it's nobody's it, like direct fault from like the more recent times because it's just ingrained. Like if you're yeah, doing I think your it due was diligence, programmed and, a while ago. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of things are like that in general. But do you think? Okay, I don't know about you, but I don't personally attribute malice to the people who miss miss like misinterpret that specific. Like especially a long time ago, it's just because maybe ignorance is like really rampant and whatever. And so I don't, I don't know that it was like at some point, some white guy was like, I wish Jesus wasn't black or no, I don't think it was color. malicious. I don't think it was. I think it's just ignorant. Yeah. Ignorance is a good word. It's just strange to the fact that it's still just kind of accepted. Yeah. There's a lot of that, but there's a lot of that. There's a lot of things that people attribute as malice kind of like that, where it's like, they must've been evil for them to misappropriate this or that or whatever. And I, that's actually what I was going to bring up about the NFL. And I'm going to go, I'm just going to talk about it really quick because that's what I've been listening to a lot today. And it's that there are like 32 head coaching head positions. And in the NFL, there are two black coaches and people are ticked off because like over half the players are black. Why aren't there more black head coaches? It doesn't make any sense. And the NFL is racist. And yeah, to a degree that makes sense, but it's like weird because I don't know that any of the owners are maliciously in their minds like, I really don't want black head coaches. I think most of the time it's just like there's a whole lot more white people because it's like 13% of the population is black. But the problem, but then like why aren't there? If half of the NFL, like players-wise, they're black if players. If there were only white people and black people, and if... Every and if there and if there were the same amount as white as black, which there aren't, and if all of them wanted to be coaches, but they were going up against one another, a black guy or a white guy gets this job, each one's a coin toss. Do you actually expect fifty percent and fifty percent to come out the way? That's not usually how 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 odds work. There's no reason to think, no reason to think that everything should always be the same amount. That doesn't make any sense, right? Sorry. No, I get it. And I'm not even talking really about probability, even though you, I think you'd be right to like, to talk about that in respects to this. Uh, but I, every talking head that I heard today talking about it was basically saying it's a, it's a shame for these NFL owners, and I'm ashamed of all of them for not hiring more people of color in this position. And they give some, you know, some evidences to to maybe exemplify that point more, and maybe like some instances where they interviewed some some black head head coach options and some white people. Like they it's just they they interviewed them, and then they picked the white guy. And so they've got some instances where it doesn't like add up or whatever. I don't know. It's it. I'll, the other thing that people don't take into account is personal choice. But I happen to think that a lot of people in that specific example do want to be head coaches. Um, and so it's like a highly sought after job. And it is weird that there's a discrepancy there. There's a, there's another small factor and we don't have to talk about this much longer, but there's another small factor where like the NFL to incentivize people to hire people of color in those positions. They're like, 
requiring you to interview at least one person of color which then i wonder if just to like buck the system like some of these owners aren't like well if you're gonna force me to now i don't want to which is petty and nonsensical but i guess i can't attribute motive to them in that regard either i don't know it was weird but but to bring it back to the bible what the whole point of that was i think a lot of the things that people interpret and like when they read the bible now it's kind of the same there it's like they must have been malicious to get this wrong. And now that people know better, they're like, oh, that was those people are bad people. And it's like, maybe it's just ignorant. You know, there's like a bunch of free choice and stuff involved. Jesus. Yeah, I agree. Praise be. So why did you stop reading the Bible? Got lazy. It's a good answer. <laughs> it's truth. Yeah. Yeah, getting out of bed was already hard. <laughs> I, I, I'll read in the morning. I was like, I, I think I'd get out of bed better if I just got out of bed. And then I didn't, and then I stopped, you know, I haven't read, so. Did you derive anything from it when you were doing it? No. Um, this has always, I think, been the case throughout my life of reading it. I only enjoy reading the books that I enjoy reading in the Bible as opposed to the whole thing. I don't care about reading lineage the son of the son of the son of, but I'll read it because I want to say I read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just not enjoyable though. Yeah. It's weird because freaking there is so much human history in just the first book, you know, in Genesis. I think chapter two is Noah or something. Whatever it is, it's like, whoa, we just lost a thousand years in like one one chapter. It's very strange because... Yeah. As a kid, I thought it was more spread out, like evenly. Here's a thousand years. Here's a, like, no, in the beginning, it's just like like a parade of distribution. You know, so much time in the pen that just stretches out to New Testament. And you think about how much is recorded now, and it's literally everything every person does yeah. every day. Yeah, versus the first thing recorded. Yeah. One chapter for a thousand years. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very weird. Yeah. That's such a funny thought. Like I like how you tied it at the end, though. It's like it's that trend is still happening. We're having yeah. more stuff recorded more often. Yeah, everything, every person out of like seven billion people, like any person who owns technology, is basically being and the ones that don't are being spied on with yeah. technology. So <laughs> everybody, <laughs> you might have some gaps there in your lineage. Like your lineage went for like when you take a shower because there's no you don't take the camera in there most of the time. But that you know of yeah no. Yeah, that's right. That's called a shower cam, Zach. Why okay. do you think it's Why do you think it's called a shower cam? So do you do you, do you think that you should get one of those for when you do like YouTube vlogs or whatever? A just, shower cam? Yeah, like like life right now. You just shower cam, like part of what you do in your day. <laughs> Didn't answer my question. What do you think a shower cam does? <laughs> I think it. I don't know. You don't know? Uh, yeah. Well, the government knows. It watches you in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> What are they up to in there? And you uh, see, like one time they catch like a like a big mafia. Being, oh, they're like all know, meeting in the shower, like, <laughs> like smoking their cigars. You know what? That's why the shampoo bottle always falls in the shower because it's the shower. It's, it's the, the shower cam. Going, yeah. yeah, to turn after right. Oh shoot, we knocked the bottle down. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just pick this up here. Government. Yeah, it's like the Homer Simpson joke where it's like. It's our job as people to, I can't remember how it goes exactly, but it's like, we all trust the government. Isn't that right? And he like grabs the lamp and <laughs> like he yells into it. Yeah. Yeah. We trust the government. 
wholeheartedly. I don't remember what yeah. exactly it is, but it was funny when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason I think that, well, do you think there's any, okay. Do you think there's like external forces that make boredom of the Bible a thing? Okay. Like, let's say there's like a demon thing that's like, haha, I'm the demon that makes you not want to read the Bible. And I'm going to just, I'm going to just suckle up on the teat of you. Do you think that thing exists? No. I'm I'm being a little extreme, but like, you don't think there's some ex, like no, external force because that, of because of free will, and since we're on the same vein, there's no gingivitis demon. There's no the demon that makes you not want to shower in the morning. Let me clarify. Uh, he doesn't force you to do anything, but he influences you. This demon, when he suckles up on your teeth, it's like, oh man, it'd be uncomfortable if, for my teeth if, if I resisted and read the Bible. If there's a demon, this is such a weird analogy. Uh, <laughs> if there is a demon that makes you do anything or influences you, it's the devil. That's it. But there's no specific. Hey, gingivitis, you're up. You know. Yeah, I just mean I don't even know. I don't even know if influence is the right word. But I don't I think fact- there's a demon making the Bible boring to read. Okay, at that's best, not really what I'm... Okay. At best, yeah. the devil influences you to not want to be the best person. You know what I mean? But ultimately, it's on yeah. the individual. Yeah. I, I, the only that's reason go, I oh, asked that question... But be, I wish there was a demon. It'd be convenient if I could exactly. blame that problem yeah. on something. Yeah. that's the, And I, I already asked that answer. I asked that question in my head, having the answer, which is no. It's just that the natural state of people is to want to be lazy and not do good things. And in my mind, reading the Bible is a good thing inherently, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think some people think that, at least. Not everybody. No. There was, a, there was a super interesting thing that I saw, and I think it might have been a Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not positive, but it was a long time ago, and there was a guy who was talking about... Maybe it was Jordan Peterson. I don't remember, but they were talking basically about the utility of the Bible independent of its spiritual effects. I think that was the debate between Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris. They definitely did that too. They but did I was, talk about that specifically. They did. You're right. But so that, in addition to another lecture series that I listened to, this guy was basically like, I just want you to know, I don't believe any of this crap, but, but like, but like we got to keep it. And it, they do it. They summarize it really briefly in those debates that Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson do, which is freaking awesome to watch. If you want to be like intellectually challenged, intellectually challenged, those are good good listens. But uh, but there was this whole thing. I think he was talking to Joe Rogan about like uh, we shouldn't get rid of it, and actually everybody should read it. And it was so bizarre how he like took all these literal uh, what would you say derivations. He derived a lot of weird things from the Bible just that were practically applicable and like useful. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense that there'd be practical application for things that, you know, I believe and other people believe have spiritual implications too. Yep. What's on your mind? He spilled his, he spilled his seed on the ground. That's what's in my mind. That, that verse. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking that like that's weird <laughs> when I was reading it as a kid. Usually thinking this guy's in the in the garden just planting stuff and he's just Oh man <laughs> I spilled my seed on the ground. I, again <laughs> I'm always doing that. <laughs> he was supposed to impregnate somebody, but he spilled his seed on the ground, so God killed him. Lot, right? I don't know, but that's what I remember and I was like, damn. Punished for not having sex. That's pretty tough. 
What? I can't. I don't remember. The, I don't remember anything else. I. I don't remember anything else. I can only guess at the rest of that story. But that one always stuck out, and the one that sticks out, of course, is "May her breast satisfy you always." My favorite verse. May you be ever captivated by so, her love. The rest of that verse doesn't matter. The first part's the important part. It's applicable. Can you imagine like saying that to a wife? Like, oh, I, I was. I've imagined Bible that for a I, long time. Yes. Like she's like, stop playing with my boobs, and you're like, the Bible says. Yes, I'm, I do it. The God, what the God, God said. Yeah. May your breast satisfy me always. Me. I'm not being satisfied by your breasts right now, so. Maybe you should pray. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course I've thought of that. That's what that verse is for. I had it on hand for that reason. (laughs) I love that idea. Stop messing with Uh, me. It's Solomon. I used to know the the chapter and verse, but it's Solomon. Song of Solomon. It has a lot of, sorry, you're right. Song of Solomon. There's no book called Solomon. No. Song of Solomon. And there's a lot of romantic lovey-dovey stuff in there. It's the love book. Yeah, it is. What was your favorite book of the Bible growing up? Psalm. Psalms? Why? Because there was a lot of a lot of memorizable verses and quotes, just a bunch of small things. Um, it's all prayer, basically. I used to have a little chunk of it memorized. And I don't know why. I just thought it was cool. Just a name. I don't know. Um, if you ask me now, I would if you said, Hey, read a book for fun, I wouldn't pick Psalm. Not fun to read. There's a lot, of, but there's a lot of stuff in there. What's your favorite book now? I don't have one in particular. I want to read Revelations again, but something that has, I would enjoy reading something that is very st- structured, well narratively. Whereas here at the beginning, like I read the story, um, most recent before I stopped reading was um, Nebuchadnezzar picking David, mm-hmm. or no. He, he, yeah, doesn't he call David Belshazzar? He gives David a different name. Where I don't like, think you mean David. No, David, the one who gets thrown in the lion's den. That's Daniel. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. This is the king, who I think is Nebuchadnezzar, names Daniel. I think Belshazzar gives him some weird name. I read that whole story about him interpreting dreams, which is great, and then the wise men f- making the rule to get him in trouble, and then he and then they sing the song then, about then th- he throws the. The king throws the wise men down to the lions. Then after Daniel gets out, and the lions tear them to pieces before they make it to the ground, or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I read that, and then, yeah, I read about Radshak, Meshach, and Abednego. There's a fourth man walking around in there. Yeah. <laughs> Psych. It's me, God. <laughs> it's an angel. <laughs> it's an angel. So this God sent an angel to whatever. Yeah, I was like, "That's that's badass." That's I think the most recent thing I read. And to answer your question, I like reading a story like that. Yeah, recounting of events and stuff, mm-hmm. and a character arc. Yeah, I think happens. Yeah, Daniel was attractive. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. It's he the was Bible. A, he was a vegetarian too. He probably would have eaten. He requested that. to go on vegetables for his diet. Yeah, and then. The uh, whoever's in charge of making sure that the king's servants, whoever look good, dietary advisor, one of the Daniel and his colleagues eat their stuff. And he's like, Let me just eat this crap. And he goes, Nah, says, Let me eat for this long. I think it was like a week or two weeks. And then if I look better or then or not, then then let me do it. He goes, Okay. And then Daniel's right. The veggies worked better. So he knew how to look attractive, but God probably told him how to do that. So God probably, probably gave him good looks. He did, but like 
Yeah. The diet made his made him look better. God obviously made him look good. He, he probably told him like how hey I asked to eat this food. He got rid of this neck fat that people get. You're like wow, whatever he's doing got rid of the neck fat. <laughs> sort of like the. It's weird what a difference <laughs> any facial fat, including net fat, makes. I can't think of many, but you'll see like celebrities, for example, who have been fat and then they're not like, they just look, I didn't realize they had such a good jawline, for example. Mm-hmm. You would have never, because all of the face fat, it's so strange. Jonah Hill, that's what I think of. That was one of the names I thought of. Um, Mel. Well, I can speak for myself, like before I had neck fat, I think I looked pretty good and now I think I look pretty bad, so that's an example. Yeah, I definitely had a little chin, but. No, not that it was a good one, but it's not there anymore because I have neck fat. I changed my <laughs> facial hair type to a goatee to accentuate the point of my jaw. Yeah. So that if, uh, if like, if I just did the beard like I was doing, then you just, all you see is this. And it kind of looks like the underbelly of a, like a pig. Like it looks like a little pig under, pig cleavage. That's what I'd call it. My favorite book of the Bible is Proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I... I had this fascination when I was growing up with with Solomon, like the fact oh, yeah. that he was recognized as the wisest man. I was like, how the cool world. would it be to be yeah, the wisest imagine man? imagine that. And this is a time when information didn't just go around instantly. I'm like, man, where does to travel? And then people have to travel however long, a long ways, the most difficult situation, because they want to meet him. Yeah. I just like, that's crazy. It's it's more important than just being the, the wisest man in the world. It's so wise. Mm-hmm. That people talk people about will endure great personal trouble just to see him. Yeah, just have know. him tell him some stuff. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's like Jordan Peterson. Yeah, kind of. It's a little bit different because because I don't know. Yeah, anyway, because we don't know that we don't know that Jordan Peterson asked for wisdom, right? From God, like Solomon did. I just think that I like, especially growing up, I really wanted to be wise, and I still do. I think it's my my biggest. Uh, priority, I think. Right. If a genie asked you, what did, he, what did God say? I'd want to. The yeah. wealth, I think the defeat of your enemies was the other one, and then with, or something. But he didn't offer wisdom. God didn't say, he didn't list that among the options, but Solomon said, you know. That's what I he want. goes, because you asked for that, I'll give you that and all that other crap. Yeah. And I was like, yes! I felt, like, reading that story, you're cheering for me. Yes! Yeah, like half, like, I think part of it was like, it was like, he already probably was the wisest guy in the world to wish for more wisdom. Because mm-hmm. if, like, if you're really wise, that's what you know you want. But you know what sucks? This happens to so many people in the Bible. Didn't Solomon eventually fall away from God? That's right. He yeah, it pisses me off as a it pissed me off as a kid. I was like, no, you. Why would you? There's why that doesn't make any sense. Now, granted, it makes perfect sense to me as an adult being more cynical. Absolutely, two things. First of all regardless of what age I am, it's easy to make that observation looking in, in hindsight and seeing the upward trajectory. It's totally different living the, living that life. You don't, you're not aware of everything else that people looking back can see. And secondly, the part that you're probably were thinking of is, um, we don't know what troubles and what he was going through personally. And life is complicated and people are bad and it's, really easy to go the wrong way it's really easy it's really easy yeah it's like natural to do that so it's still sad because mm. i wanted him to be there's only one guy who was so good don't remember his name but guy's like 
You get Job. a free pass. Was it Job? No, Job was. Oh, Elijah. Yes, Elijah. It's like, yeah. Come on up here, she and just yeah, come on, buddy. That guy I really envied. Like I envied yeah. Sol- Solomon was my favorite. Then that that guy, like, like if I could pick, what I would want to be him. Yeah, you, you get, get to, to clock be- out early, but like God's like, all right. In a chariot, a chariot of fire, That's dude. It's just super cool. Yeah, made me happy. Fly to heaven. Like it was a good ending. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to all the other endings where they're all like shit. Yeah, he failed. Like, this yeah. guy's like he got the ultimate win. How do you do better in life than that? No one. I don't think anyone's don't ever going to have that again. Do you? So. Yeah, but like so, I can't imagine a better ending. Not not like literally have that. I think there's, yeah, there's, not literally. There's certainly like a ton of people who are so good that God takes them early. Like, I, I don't know. That seems to be a thing. Right. I kind of see that. I was thinking, like, literally took Yeah, him. no, I don't think that that's a thing right now. I don't. Yeah, but, like, uh, yes It seems no. intellectually lazy to say because you'd think if God's this consistent thing, then he'd still do things like that. But there's not, there's also not a lot of Elijahs in the world. <laughs> there's not a lot of people living in the wilderness and preaching, like, freaking, like, day and night and meditating is on things. Is he the same one? I don't think he is. The Maybe altar is. with the water? Yeah. Yep. He has the same one. Yep. Where he's going up all against. That'd be the badass. Priest. Yes, he was a badass. Just like more water, more, more. How many times did he say more? What? And then, of course, he mocked the other people who are running around their altar, yelling for their god, harming themselves. Like louder, maybe your god is asleep. Come on. Yeah. Oh, like what a badass. Yeah. That is. It's the best. Yeah. It makes me happy. It is awesome. No, I. I think, well, I was actually talking, going back to Solomon and how he eventually, you know, he messed up eventually and he sort of got lazy with it. And he, there's a quote, took and, on wives from yeah. other countries that he was not supposed to take. Right. That's, that's what, what it's, that's how it that's started. How it started. And, and then they started doing freaky stuff in bed. And then he was like, oh, I like being bad. And that's, that's my guess of what happened. <laughs> that's your guess. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, it's it doesn't a, say that in the Bible. It's a safe guess. Most, most, most great men are taken down that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Women. <laughs> uh, and I wish that was a joke. Uh, there's a, there's a quote and I can't remember who says it. It might be, it might be Marcus Aurelius, but he was talking, I think he was talking about Rome. I don't, I don't remember, I, but the quote, I'm sure you've heard it is, uh, Bad times make strong people. Strong people make good times. Good times make weak people. Weak people make bad times. Yeah, I think like he said cycle. men, but it's the same idea. Yeah, what yeah. I don't know the quote exactly, but that's that's sort of what I see when I think of all these characters in the Bible. It's like, like Elijah lived in a time where everybody was being shitty, like like really bad, and like killing their children, and sacrificing stuff, and it produced this diamond of a man who was so strong. Mm-hmm. that he would trust God to feed him in the wilderness and God would feed him with freaking crows. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Like that's a cool story, but it's because he lived in the shittiest time. Then on the other hand, Solomon is like this staple of strength for Israel and like people from Egypt coming to like, listen to the wisest man on earth. Who's got riches and everything. Yeah. It was weird reading the Bible as a kid. Cause I'd pick <clears throat> up on that. I was like, uh Oh, things are going too good. Yep. It's but about to go down. It's really interesting that you said that because I was thinking about the earlier, earlier when you were talking about, uh, hiring of people in the NFL, I was like, so that's news that constitutes as news and whatever. That's kind of a derivation of my point. I almost said after you finish your story, I almost said we need a new plague. We need we need we need a new world war, and yeah. that's because of the idea of 
things are too things are so good now in the grand scheme of things in the history of the human race that that people are concerned with a little unfairness. The people are concerned with we're actually making up problems. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I won't give a specific example. We're actually making up problems. We're not just looking for we're making them up because things are too easy. Anyway, that's certainly true. I don't want to. I don't want a war. I don't want people to die. I don't want things to get bad. But we need good people, and we're not going to get good people with with times being so easy. We're making really crappy people. I said yeah. before something about how society is just making shitty people. Yep. That's that's more than what I was just saying. The fact you that know, things are so good, that's why people are bad. Exactly. That's it's an easy summarization to like make. World somewhere. War Two, we had some manly men. Yeah, and some very womanly women. Yeah, like we had some good, we, had, we had some good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I do. We need a new plague. I don't like that, but because I don't think that's a proper that's, solution. But technically, I believe that that would be a solution. I'm not saying go make a plague and make things get better. It's and I'm not. I'm actually not even saying that the whole hiring of not hiring of black head coaches isn't important too. Cause technically it'd be great if there was more representation, whatever. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that this is a problem. It's it's it. There's problems. And these things that people are concerned with, some of them are, maybe we can do something about that. It could be better. And that's an okay mindset to have when things are great, but people forget that the natural order is actually really shitty and like bad, like the natural order being disorder in that, if any if any semblance of a uniformity and and togetherness and peace is occurring that's that is that's the externality like this stuff doesn't last the natural like naturally these things just fall apart and people kill each other and people hate each other for absurd reasons like how they look and it's like that's that's actually biological and natural so the fact that people are concerned with these other small things and you know, like a pandemic kind of sucks, but like we have AC and for all of human history, people didn't have that. Like they would just sweat or freeze to death. You know, I, I don't know. We're, we've talked about that. You're right on though. It's people when things are good makes weak people. A lot of weak people out there. That's a, that's actually a tough question. Would you rather live in a good time with weak people or a bad time with good people? Like be honest with yourself. If you had to start life over in the in the during the Great Depression or something, it's easy. Yep, same. Really think, rather live in a good time. I think you know. What I was gonna say. I said I think it means I'm a bad person, and actually, what I think that means is I'm a shitty person created by an easy time. That's yep. why I would choose it. <laughs> right? Like if I was if I was actually born in the 40s, whatever, and yeah. then ask that person that question, and also allow him just to see what the good easy life is, he would choose the. He'd probably, because he's a good person, would probably choose the hard life. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I don't think so, actually. I think I think he would, I think if we showed him how if good things are, he he'd be like, things could be that good. Nobody could ever have a bad attitude. I could make sure people well, know not to have a bad attitude. He'd live that, it at 10 years and then he'd have a bad that, attitude. With that, he has to see the bad people. Right. He has to see the morality and he, he would be disheartened, certainly to a degree. I'm not saying he wouldn't be also absolutely flabbergasted and go, yeah. wow, you don't have to... Water's just clean. I'm sure, but sure. No, like you. There's cost and detriment. We, the I'm point talking. was that he'd be a good person, so he yeah. would choose the right thing because he was born in a hard time. And yeah. I, I'm choosing the wrong thing because I was born. I'm a bad person because I was born <laughs> the wrong. Time. That was the joke. Yeah, that's kind of serious though. We've talked about that before. Like when, if you could pick any time to live, when would you pick? And most people would answer if they're smart, 
right now. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like, and even though there are problems right now are super real. Yeah. They're mostly, they're mostly like, <sighs> like mind problems with people. Like things are so good that we don't know how to, we don't know how to be strong with it. Like we, cause we naturally will just, if we're not fighting against something, we're just getting squishy, I guess is the best way to say it. you get, you get squishy if you're not working and squishy, straining against so something. You mean weak. Yeah. You get anyway, squishy. And weak. Soft might be the better word. You get mushy. You're, you get to be a mushy little guy. You if you don't flaccid. have acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a bunch of men to get erect again. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need erect men <laughs> rigid men no I, I was gonna say i guess it wasn't sorry important. that's okay that's important yeah i guess going back to the bible i don't I, I guess i fantasize that i would just someday enjoy doing it and we've talked about that too i still don't enjoy reading you mean enjoy reading the bible i, I let me go back to favorite book favorite books i loved proverbs you didn't you didn't say why proverbs is because of solomon because i love the idea of being wise i read proverbs growing up probably 50 times yeah i read it through a whole lot i loved that book and i get i memorized big chunks of it i don't know it anymore but uh and then growing up i just remember like i you know like objectively the best books you know you can't be the gospels they're just too like everybody loves the gospels and then the most recent thing I did read was the Gospels again, and I prob- that was probably 10 months ago. I was just like, I'll just read through these because maybe that'll get me interested, and people say it's the best. And I read through I was like, this is so entertaining. That's the word that came to my head. It's like, this is a good story. And there's like good things, and it's like, wow, it's really easy to like that Jesus guy. He's so cool. He does cool stuff, and you're like, man, I wish I could be that guy. It's kind of like you do with other hero comic books you read or whatever it's like i wish i could be that guy um and then he's the hero at the end and then it's like i don't man i don't know if i could do that uh and then he wins and you go i know i couldn't do that mm-hmm. but it's so cool as a story i don't know i i think that's probably those are probably my favorite books now the gospels are like just good to read they're good reads like you were talking about isaiah i think is what you would have been reading if you were i think isaiah has the daniel story is that right I don't know. It sounds familiar. Um, in the same way that you find a good beginning, middle, and story that's easy to follow narrative-wise, the Gospels are really good at that. I don't think I ever knew them. I know I talked to somebody who did, but did you ever know all the chapters in the Bible in order chapters, all the books of the Bible? I did, and I might still. Damn. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. I don't know after that. I don't think I had them memorized because that didn't sound familiar to me. Darn! I, I remember. I know. I remember reading, looking at them to check as someone was saying from there. I was like. My jaw was dropped as I was. I'm surprised I remember, I remember that many. But there's a lot. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of books. There's like 50 books. Job. I think it's Job <laughs> after Song of Solomon. Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. There's a lot more I missed. There's 66, many, I think. Oh, that sounds better. What'd you say? I said like 50. There's 66. But there's a lot. I, but, I think. But there's mostly in the Old Testament, which isn't a big surprise because the Old Testament's like 
three quarters of the Bible. Yeah, I think it's like 44 and 22. It's at least like, yeah, it's like 66%, percent like that. 40 and 26. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know the difference yeah. between old and new as far as number of books. But I know the New Testament is far more interesting because that's where the actual, like, the, the stories kind of happen. Job, Jonah, Nehemiah, Micah. Mm, Philippians. I mean, actually, I think that's a New Testament one. Yeah, I was, I was like, trying to do New Testament. Order. Yeah, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, one and two. First and second. Uh, Timothy, Philippians. Hey, I don't know. Since we're doing memorization, can you help me? Can you help me redeem myself for not knowing the state capitals? Can you pull them up? Oh, and see yeah. if I know them now. Uh, actually, we had a uh, a commenter yes. uh, did Dick. He wrote out what which ones we missed, Ooh. He, and uh, let me tell you his name because he was like, "Hey, you guys are idiots," and here's what the right <laughs> answer, and that made me happy. He didn't really say that, but he did say. But he, he meant he he was he meant it. it. Yeah. He meant you guys are idiots. <laughs> he said i i he remember wrote, he said I i'm love. from philadelphia and you guys are stupid because massachusetts is or not massachusetts, <laughs> uh, philadelphia is not the capital of pennsylvania and yeah, it yeah, was yeah. it was i think harrisburg or something let me find the comment um steven turner commented that's who it was the following states were missed completely colorado new jersey and vermont we missed uh five i should i should mention on the stream yeah uh when we recorded last time, we got the state capitals. We knew we missed a bunch. And then afterwards, we actually sat down and watched a recording to yeah. look at what we did. And we were both looking at each other like, wow, we missed a lot of stuff. But anyhow, we did actually catch up on, look back on what we did. Did he say anything else? He said a lot else. Let me read the whole comment. He did really good. <laughs> okay. He said, the following states were missed completely. Colorado, capital Denver. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't say the capitals. Okay, Colorado, New Jersey, and Vermont. These states were mentioned, but you guys never made any guesses on their capitals. Nebraska, Wisconsin. And I, I told you, mm -hmm. like, I said those, but we didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad someone did that work. These are the states you both guessed wrong or didn't know with their respective capitals. Wow. I'll not say the capitals. Washington, Maryland, Ohio, Mississippi, South Carolina, New Hampshire, <laughs> West Virginia, Wisconsin, <laughs> Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Nevada, Alabama, <laughs> Virginia. It's funny as it keeps going. Yeah, and Connecticut. <laughs> and he's, then he says, "You were right. It was painful." <laughs> <laughs> so of the forty-four states that you guessed, Walter got twenty-two right, and oh, Zach yeah. got twenty-three right. Damn it! Yep. Sorry, Walter. I can't give you the point for knowing that the capital of Mississippi begins with J. Ah, uh, yeah, but you yeah, can yeah. give yourself a point. If you knew the capital of Indiana, if Zach had given you time to guess, hey, which I didn't, you were like, you can uh, we just say we tied? Because I, 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 you would I, not I, have gotten no, Indianapolis. No, I do believe I would have gotten that. All right, but we, that's why I'm asking for it, not because it's inconvenient. Yes, we tied. All right, I'm fine yeah. with that. Thank you, I Stephen Turner. You did good. Uh, yeah, thank you for doing that homework for us. Was, you did a great job of summarizing and making us feel. That you, he did Bad. exactly what I hoped some of you would yeah. do. Literally You're right. did all it the homework painful. for. <laughs> and he made us laugh for extra credit. No, thank you. Yeah. That's wonderful. Do you want to guess Colorado, New Jersey, Vermont? No, Nebraska. I want to guess them all. I want to know that. I want to know if I know them all. Can you pull up the okay, list of the states we go. and capitals? Here we go again, everybody. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, uh, pick a. Just go down the list of states. Colorado. 
Are these in alphabetical What order is this? This is the order he wrote it. I'm just looking because he, no, he provided all them. 50. Yeah, he wrote all 50 of them out with their capitals eventually. He why, did. Why did you write them in that order? Because it's the order that we guessed. Like he listened to the order oh, we asked them in. I see. Okay. Starting with the ones we missed entirely Colorado, Denver. Yes. New Jersey, Trenton. Yes. Vermont, Montpelier. Yep. Pellier. Montpelier. No, I think is how you say it. I don't think so. Montpelier? Yeah. Pelier potato? Yes. Montpelier? Okay. There's no potatoes in Vermont. Tell us if you spell Montpelier Tell like that. Tallahassee as if you say Montpelier potatoes. <laughs> That's so stupid. stupid. Okay, Nebraska. Lincoln. Yes. Wisconsin. Madison. Yep. Um, Illinois. Springfield. Yep. That was the one that I knew. I was like, no, it's not Springfield, but Springfield sounds right somewhere. New Hampshire. I want to say one, but I want to get wrong. I'm going to go and say Concord. Yep. Okay. That was the one that I was like, I know it's this. And here's the one that I kept saying for every state, Nevada. (laughs) Carson City. Yep. I was like, I know it's a capital. (laughs) All right. Here's the ones we got wrong or didn't know. Washington. Olympia. Yep. Okay. So just so you guys know, we did look these up and I think we both could probably get it now if we did it. Uh, But we'll see because you're representing both of us right now. Maryland. Annapolis. Yep. Ohio. Columbus. Yep. Mississippi. Jackson, the J. South Carolina. Columbia. There it is. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We already did this one. I We already did this one. You answered it right. It's Concord. Okay. I was like, no wonder this is difficult. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah it was duplicated. West Virginia. Charleston. Wisconsin. Madison. Pennsylvania. Harrisburg. New Mexico. Santa Fe. Nevada. Wait, you already said that one. Alabama. Montgomery. I almost said Walmart. That was close. Yeah, Virginia. <laughs> Virginia, I like that one. Richmond. Yep. Connecticut. Hartford. You got them. But we, and we got the rest of them right. No, there's, there's more. See, that's not, I asked. That's not 50 states. We got the rest of them right already. We are not going to dedicate any more time to the GD Fine. state capitals. Thank you very much, Stephen Turner. You are our hero. <laughs> Thanks for the listening Let's show. just pretend we know them all now. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I have the answers. <laughs> Olympia, Columbus and Columbia was the one that got me. I was like, oh, I knew that there was one that had. That one, uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and Frankfurt, Kentucky. So the, the third states. So the Columbia, Columbia, Ferd, Ferd. Ferd, Ferd. He has a lot of those. Ferd, Ferd, Busby. Ferd, Ferd, Busby. I was about oh, Columbus no, I and Columbia. Yeah. yeah, I get it now. It took me a minute because it was stupid. Whatever. Um. Well. Yeah. I've read the Bible all the way through before several times. Hey, what do you think the America continent area was like during Bible times? I just imagine it was a very lush uh, Midwestern wilderness, not wilderness, nature place. I think people were here. Yeah. Yeah. There, there probably would have been some people. There was Do you people. think it was like Pangea back then? Well, before the flood, it's for the first thousand years. Yeah. Because there's probably people all over the place. But in a thousand years, that's a lot of multiplication in a thousand years from like, you know, yeah. one, from two people. There's interesting math. So the evolutionary scientists, they talk about the ice bridge from Alaska to Russia. 
and they think that there was a migration of animals and people during the Ice Age. And I think the creationist belief, and this is what I tend to think is accurate, is that the Ice Age did happen. It just didn't happen 10,000 years ago. It was more like 5,000. And then, like, that's what happened is people migrated over, and that's how they got to, like, the Americas. The 1,000, I was just thinking, I don't know where I got that number from. I was wondering how long it was between... Adam, the first man to the flood. I just assumed a thousand years for like, because I don't think it says. It does. But I, you could do the genealogies. But yeah, I guess it's true. It's a little but, over. But a people lived years. like almost a thousand years. Yeah, so that was Methuselah. One, that that was yeah, he was nine ninety six or something like that. Nine sixty nine. Whatever. The You're point like, is. Ah. Ah. Anyway, um, it's a good year to go. Anyway, <laughs> I just guess. That's a thousand, but I don't know where I got that number from. Maybe it's not it at all. But it it's was all, close. It was a uh, not long to cover the earth and start over. No. Yeah. No, it was like eighty days. What? Forty days it rained. No, it's not about to, to populate the earth, not cover the earth with water. Oh no, it wasn't long to populate the whole globe. No, and start over. A thousand years or something. Yeah, if people, if there hadn't been so many wars, I think it could have gotten to seven billion a lot sooner. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that, like reading yeah. about the armies of like a hundred thousand men or something that were killed. I'm like, geez, Olu, hundred thousand men in a day, millions of people. And that's Sometimes. just soldiers, but yeah, like then once they wipe out the, it's crazy. Yeah, more people have died than are alive. I thought about that. Yeah. I think. You can think about like Which Alexander is, the Great and how many families he potentially just like eviscerated or or uh I almost said Chin the Conqueror, but I mean uh the Barbie what's his name? Attila. Attila the Hutt. That dude killed and made a lot of families. Uh and then Mao. Mm. Freaking Mao, there was like three hundred million or something people that died because of him. And you can think about how many people you can make with three hundred million. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten to at least two hundred million one. They would have gotten to. I think if those people alone hadn't died in two generations, you can like quadruple that. You're getting to a billion people. A billion. That's crazy. No, it's that's a weird thing to think about. Is how many people don't exist because Ugh. of weird things that happened in the past. Selfish. And people. how many of you could have been? How many of us could have been spilled seed on the ground? Yeah. There's a whole lot of vegetation that could be here, but we just keep spilling our seed on the ground. (laughs) Thankfully, that's where they go anyway. That's how plants grow. Seeds being spilled on the ground. Pistols and stamen. Yep. (laughs) Some erect pistols. (laughs) Lush blossoming stamens. Have you ever read through the Bible all the way? Yeah, we've talked about that. How many times? Maybe twice. So you're a worse person than me, is what you're trying to tell me? Um. Well, you see, Jesus loves me more, so okay. I don't actually have to read it as much to prove. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've probably read it through three times. Wow. Front to back. You know, what's fun about that is I don't think I could say that to anyone else, even jokingly. So I appreciate that I get to say it with you. He loves me more, so. <laughs> uh, he loves me more because I'm taller, therefore I'm closer to him. He thinks he's up? Yeah, he, he's up. He's out. He's out that way. You ever think about how up is just out? Yeah, I thought about it. Like, up, there is no up. Yeah, it's just over there. 
Over there. Wow, look over there. Here's a question. What? If heaven is in the heavens, is it a physical place? Let's limit it to our universe. But I guess you can go wherever you want. There was a time when I thought, after reading something as a kid, I was like, what if heaven is legitimately like out in space? Out in space. Um, well, I wouldn't be like, uh, no. No, there's no way that it's 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 in space. I'm not opposed to it. My thought is, however, it is... For all intents and purposes, and I'm not trying to chicken out, is not in the realm of existence. So maybe that means another universe at, at best, in my opinion. Now, what, how would I feel if I found out that it was in space, right? Super far away. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Be pretty interesting. So here's something. Uh, dark matter and dark energy and all that stuff. That's like 70% of everything out there. Uh, and we can only see this much of color and stuff. We talked about that last time. Like spectrum of color, if it's this much, we can see this much. You can imagine that maybe a whole lot of stuff we can't see right now because of our light cones and stuff. If you don't have to have light to see, maybe space is like heaven. Maybe like there's just a whole bunch of crazy stuff that you just can't see. So it's made of gold, though. Maybe it's shrouded in darkness. <laughs> That'd be ironic. Maybe. Though. But but you can imagine but, but, if you don't have like light receptors, if you're just like a spirit ethereal I, I energy it. or whatever. But back to the question, more than what your guess is actually known. That's my most important question. What's I was going to get back there. Okay. So I, uh, my guess is, uh, well, I guess probably. So here's what I imagine, and this is the corny. This is like a joke, but what I imagine is you die, and your your soul is like tied to your body, and then when you die. You, you pop off your body and there's not really a sound, but you just, and then you start shooting across space. Like, Oh, I'm going to heaven by earth. And you see it. And, and then maybe at the epicenter where the big bang happened or whatever, there's God and there's, there's Oh, it's here and it's huge. And I can just fly everywhere. Uh, that's how I would imagine it. If it is in space. And I do tend to think that if your spirit is a different body to yourself and you can perceive things differently when you're not stuck with your brain and your cones and receiving light in your eyes and whatever, then maybe it's possible that space becomes like this thing that isn't that isn't finite like we are. It's like actually a whole bunch of stuff. And there's like, well, look, you can see Earth from here, but but that's also like millions and millions of light years away. But I, I can also reach it because it's I, there's no space anymore. I have a few thoughts about that. What? I'm going to forget them all, but the most important one, which is mostly on topic, is you said where the, the epicenter, where the Big Bang was. That's what you think heaven is. Like, that's an interesting idea. If I believed that, that's what I would think. If it was, I don't, if it was no. in our universe, if it was real, epi- that makes sense. At the same time, though, I, the Bible yeah, I guess I don't say where where heaven is in relation to earth. It just says in the heavens, which, you know, back then the heavens meant the sky. So yeah. maybe it is literally in space. Um, that's one thing. Interesting idea. Two, you said you think our bodies are, are you didn't say bodies, you said spirits. I think the Bible says when we have our new heavenly bodies, um, and I imagine it that way too, being a spirit, and I, I still kind of hold to the cartoony, you leave your body and you're... You suck. Yep. You see the, the stars fly by. Like, oh, I'm by. I imagine yeah. that too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. bye. See ya. Um, but I think that heaven and 
our bodies are, it's like a new, it's a new body, which I imagine is OP. It's physical, I imagine, but like you can do whatever oh, you well, want. That's an interesting idea. And I think, um, cause you need to be able to interact with people. Maybe you can be spirits, but there's food, I think. Mm. Anyway, I always imagined that in heaven, you can do pretty much anything. I remember one question I had as a kid, I was like, can you travel? I would love to fly to earth after it's remake. He's going to remake the earth. I just want to visit. I just want to look at it. I just want to fly by and just like fly around. And yeah. And I was like, I bet you could. Why? But, but, but at the same time, why would you it want might to? be, why would you want to? Yeah. Why would you want to go anywhere else other than heaven? But I bet you can see anything, whether you're traveling there or not, or looking through heaven TVs. I bet you can look at anything. You can play Minecraft on creative mode. Is what it is. Like wow. you, you can still like interact with the world, but then it's like, whoa, look at all this stuff I can play with. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? I don't think I was saying anything about Minecraft. <laughs> I just mean like as like as that is an example where it's like before I was limited by all that I could fit in my inventory, but now I can just go to creative mode and just fly around. One thing I thought about this is a very kid thought. I thought when you're in heaven, you can you can record your dreams and you can watch dreams and show your dreams to people. And I thought, and I realized as I got older, why would you want to do that? Ever yeah, see, more any, any, see anything from your life. See, any, you would want to see anything from your life on earth. Like that is, I don't know. It's, yeah. That makes you, sense. you mentioned a third thing. It was uh, epicenter. I called epicenter heavenly bodies. And you said something else. I don't remember, but what's weird to think about is enjoyment. Like how it would work differently if you're not stuck to a body, theoretically. If you're a spirit inherently and then you separate from that body, what you enjoy isn't the same. Like bodies enjoy feeling new, like food in them because that helps your body live. And bodies enjoy like having sex because that feels good. But like if you don't have any of that stuff or like drugs because drugs feel good. Like your body has these things it likes, but... I imagine uh, it's an ignorance thing. There are things... That are that you don't know that you don't know about. Make a really simple example. <laughs> Sex is to playing with toy cars as what you're going to do in heaven is to sex times ten. I mean, you don't, you don't even know yeah. it exists. And once you find out it exists, the idea of sex is silly. As an example, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And then it may be a combination of your new heavenly body doesn't even require those things that you don't yeah. want anyway, like well, food. There's something better. One then you can imagine like I don't know if you heard this growing up, but a lot of like preachers they talk about like what what do you do in heaven, and they they like we worship God. It's like <laughs> that sounds so boring. Like what you just like just dance around God's throne and just like do this. But then if you like if you apply that same logic to I'm not stuck to a body. I don't enjoy things the same. Then you think about the creator of the universe and like how like how much information and like stuff that you could just absorb. With proximity, perhaps, or the music, you know, like how it feels and stuff to experience. That might be all you ever want to do. It's like as soon as you actually see, oh, wait, this is the coolest thing in the whole universe, and there's nothing more fun than this, or happy or funny. Like all the best feelings you have, there's nothing better than this. It's just worshiping God. You know, it sounds, it's weird. It's a weird thing to think about because, like, all people know is what they experience here and what's fun for them. In, yeah, like, it's going to be, it's going to be totally new, totally like a different. Your old life, I think, almost will not exist in your mind at all. Who you were, it can't. Because if you thought about your life on 
earth compared to how great it is in heaven at all, it would be, it would ruin heaven because it was just so far removed, I think. Yeah. Which I think, it makes sense to me, but I think that's a good answer for, I've heard this, and I, th- I think I thought about it as good too, is imagine you die, oh, what about my loved ones on earth? Oh, what about he didn't go, he's going to hell, you know? Yeah. That would, that would ruin heaven for you. I think that heaven is so far removed that you are completely distanced from people on earth and everything and nothing matters. This is the most God's most best. There's nothing compares kind of a thing. So if you believe that God, if you believe that all of us are just a piece of God, not, not to say we're all God, but all of us are made in his image. Maybe that's the thing that we like about people here. So when we meet God, we're like, Holy cow. You're like all of my favorite people in one. And like you already know me better than any person I've ever known on earth. And so it's like we're best friends. Uh, but it's better because you're all my favorite people. Like, you know, you can imagine how it's, nobody else is interesting anymore. Technically, even though, like all this sounds super like that doesn't even sound like fun. But then you actually have to divorce what you understand is fun. You like living in this world with no senses, none. Yeah. And then you get all your senses. It's a different existence, even though it's the same I think it's like that times infinity. I mean, yeah, all these, all these, you know, I, think I hope that's how be- it works, man. And I hope I get to go there. Cause that like, <laughs> it would be really cool to have like a completely different experience and then get to hang out with the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's, it's so past what I can understand or comprehend that. It's, that's what I have to think is it's just beyond understanding. So it's not even about it's mm. it doesn't, so nice. here's here's a, another thing about it is that like everything here, every good thing that people enjoy, uh, because it's temporary, that means there's <clears throat> there's something to be said for not indulging in it all the time. But if like you're around God and it doesn't end, then you could just keep indulging in it. But people don't understand that either. So you think to yourself, well, hopefully I can get a break from God worshiping, even if it's the funnest thing I could do. Maybe I could go hang out on the golden roads and ride my bike. You know, I don't know, like do, do heaven stuff that people imagine ahead with the gates and the city and all that. But like, maybe you, maybe, maybe you could worship God all the time if you want, but you're like, ah, all right. All this God worshiping is, it's gotta be tired. I'm going to go and I'm going to go fly around uh, Uranus. I don't know. I'm going to go fly around space for a bit. Just go do that. And you're like, oh, this is boring compared to God. I'm going to go heck. I don't know if you're asking this. But I'll ask in case you didn't. Do you think you'll be able to do pretty much anything like that? Because I still am holding the idea. You you can do whatever you want. Not that not that you would, not yeah. that you'd want to. But if you but you have the ability, free will, essentially ability to go fly around Uranus if you want to. That's, I'm guessing you can. It's a funny thing to say, by the way. You can you can go <laughs> fly around Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think? Yeah, I mean that's a fun thought. It's like it's like you get it's you not can the do power it. of God. Yeah. Right. Like God could fly around your anus. Yeah. So here's what I think. Uh, you can imagine your mom, like you're like a four year old kid. Your mom's like, all right, we're going to go to McDonald's and get ice cream, but you can do whatever you want when you get there. And then you get to McDonald's and you're like, I want ice cream. And your mom's like, okay, that's what we'll get then. And then you're done with the ice cream and like that. We're here to get ice cream. And you'd think, or you could do whatever else you want. You'd probably be like, I just want more ice cream. If I can have more ice cream. Yeah. It would just be like that for all time because, like, you can do whatever you want, but you just want to go worship God. Like, that's what you want to do. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's the cool thing to do. 
I don't know. It's it's bizarre to think about. Like that would actually. It's that, just a little hard to understand. Yeah, and I like when people are like, "I don't believe in heaven and God." I'm like, I totally get it because like even I kind of don't believe it. It's like it's like I mean like I have to believe it because I th- I think that that's I think I believe everything else that I read about the Bible. But then like when people are taught when if I said this stuff to a person who doesn't believe in heaven and God, they'd be like, "What?" You wouldn't want to worship God all the time, and then I, yeah. I have to try to explain. But but you'd want to, and then look, you're like, look. no, I wouldn't. I I really <laughs> wouldn't want to. <laughs> like, look, I don't understand, so I'm not going to be able to make you understand. Yeah, um, yeah. The Bible was the was the topic, but I want to go out in that direction. You're going. It's about believing in heaven and hell. Um, it's a big part you, of the Bible. You said you said I have to believe it when I was like, well, shit, that's exactly how I say it. I actually say I can't afford to not believe in hell, which is more specific. It's not about heaven or hell; it's about hell, and like the, the alternative is unacceptable. Yeah. Um, so, I th- I th- you may have just said, but why is it that you have to believe in heaven and hell? Oh gosh, don't ask. You see, this is the this is the part that scares me about claiming i'm a christian is because like part of the thing about saying i'm a christian is you have to justify your beliefs whenever people ask evolutionists don't have to justify their beliefs yeah but it's like but it's your charge to be not better but to be more prepared than than people who don't have your beliefs right like you should be able to justify why you believe in god and i can do that to a certain degree but it all has to do with things that i've seen in facts and what i observe and it's like uh, so, uh, I guess it would. Ha- I'd have to define hell in this scenario, right? No. Well, maybe. The question again is, why do you have to believe in heaven and hell? Well, you can't afford not to is a good way to say it. It's is that why? Because that's specific for me. I don't know if it's sufficient for you. And also, just because, like, I think a lot of people have this idea that there's something more than what we understand because there keeps being things that we learned that we don't understand or like that we didn't understand before. And if for all time, we're going to keep discovering things we haven't under, we've never understood before. If we just keep finding things like that out, perhaps that goes endlessly. Yeah. Which that'd be the which, natural which thought quickly say that has been the case up until forever. Yeah. We're endlessly learning things. We, and that may be the case forever as it has been forever. Yeah. It, and and it continues to go to there's a good chance it'll be forever isn't the way of saying it yeah. it's like if you follow the trajectory of things right. that people trajectory. have learned if the things that people have learned that they didn't understand before it would it would be whoa it would, it would just keep going because people just keep figuring those things out they didn't understand at one point so it's like i think it's a pretty logical conclusion to come to that it might just keep going forever and that forever's that forever's name might be god it just might keep going to him so why do you have to believe in heaven and hell? Why? Okay, I don't, I don't know what you're asking because you say why do you well, have I, to? I'm well, not, I don't have to do anything. You you said you have to believe. I, what do you mean? I don't know what you mean. That's what you said. But when I say I can't afford to not believe in hells because the alternative is worse, um, it's twofold. Namely, if I didn't believe in hell, then there'd be nothing to stop me from killing myself. I have no incentive to be here, really. You know, mm. because it's easy. Yeah, it is. But if I think that there are consequences for it, then I won't. But on the other side, um, and this bugs me. It just this is just a logical thing. 
I'd like to be I'd like to be persuaded otherwise because I'm sure I'm certain there are things I'm not thinking of. But the way I think of it is, what do you have to lose by believing in God in heaven? What do you have to lose? You, you'll be a be, you'll be a better person. Everything is the answer. By the way, you have a lot. You have everything to lose. Yeah, you have everything. You have a lot lose. of pleasure to lose. I guess you have everything that. No, you lose your life when you believe in God, if you're doing it right. That's the whole point. Well, I hope I'm not wrong, but I don't think I've lost my life. You know, I'm not trying to argue with you necessarily, but when someone, I can certainly understand the ease and the convenience of, I'm not going to believe in heaven and hell. My goal in life is to be as, pursue as much pleasure as I can for me. Like, you may as well. well there's nothing else, right? But mm. if... But if heaven and hell, or sorry, heaven and hell, God is real, then then what do I have to lose by being more decent and not being completely full of my own self? Because then I have my insurance policy of when I die, I get to go to heaven kind of a thing. Like, yeah, maybe you don't believe in heaven, but maybe it's worth uh, living well just in case there is a heaven. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I get that. That's, that's, that's the side that I'm on. It's like, what do you have to lose? So I think it's different than that. It's okay. not, it's like a lot of people think that's what Christianity and religion is. It's an insurance policy for your life. By the way, I do think the answer to your question of what do you have to lose if to believe in God is your life because it's not yours anymore. You have to, you have to do what God wants, right? That's, you don't get a life anymore. You have to do what God wants for your life. It might actually end up being better for you and what you enjoy and stuff. That's, we're not going to talk about that. The point of Christianhood or Christianity is to die to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So that aside, That's sacrificing all those things that you would yeah. do for you. I don't think I don't think that that work. The idea of the insurance policy religion works practically for most people. Maybe it works for you, um, but I don't know that no, it see, really works that, for that, you. That, that's what I would say to somebody to try to persuade them that it's you have nothing to lose mm-hmm. by believing in God. That's not that's yeah. not how I think of it. I think I would persuade them differently. Do you want to, are you curious? Yeah. I think I would tell them that it's about the relationship with God. It's like, it's like if what, if what people are living for is to be heard and understood and have friends and family that care about them and that give them time, then when you're doing it right, and you're in the Bible and you're praying and you're talking to God, it actually feels, and I've felt this before, it actually feels like someone is there all the time. Maybe it's psychosomatic. Maybe it's not real at all. Maybe, but the fact of the matter is the experience of how you feel when you, when that person is, when God is your friend is real. Like that's a real feeling. Even if it's, even if it's psychosomatic, because what is experience, but what you feel and it feels real. I want to say this. Um, You said you have to die to yourself as a Christian. Well, that just lends to my argument of what do you have to lose? Because Kimber's name, comedian Jeff Allen, I think he said, if God isn't who he said he was, then I'm a dead man. Like exactly right. You're a fucking dead man. You have no purpose without him. There's no point anyway. So if if you're a dead man, what do you have to lose by dying to yourself? If you really do, no, I get it, but I don't think most. I'm people like, what do you have it? to lose? You're a dead man anyway. That's how I see it, and I I would agree with that. But I don't think most. I think the pe- person who doesn't believe in God or heaven doesn't see themselves as a dead person. I think they see themselves as a being who exists right now 
and who can manipulate their existence to be beneficial or not beneficial and have the least amount of suffering as possible. And then you die and you don't exist. Yeah. Well, maybe that just applies to myself then. Well, you, but what that person is doing is they're seeing inside this very small capsule of how time works. And I, I actually get it because they only live for 60 to a hundred years or whatever, or, or less, maybe much less. And then that's, that's all that matters to them. Like we, like as like this weird thing happens with people who have faith and religion is like, you have, you see outside that, your lifespan. You you think about things broader. And in doing that, you can recognize, Oh, I'm a dead man. I'm, I'm basically just this thing that's floating around on a rock and then I'm just dead. So that's really temporary. And it's, it's sort of like a firecracker. You just pop and it's really bright for a second and then you're not there. And it's us. It's easy for us to see that and think there's still residue. There's, it's not just an explosion. It's where something left over. Um, but for most people, I think it's like, it just matters that you're alive right now and then you're not. And I get that too. Yeah, and I get for that some too. people, for some people, myself included, that's not enough. Yep, and I think that I a lot of those pe- people recognize that. I envy the people that for for which that is enough. Like, eh, like great. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you live in comfort because not all of us can do that. You know, I don't think any of us can do that. Mm. Insecurity or comfort? No, living. And, and being okay with this life is enough, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. There's a weird thing that it's like you, if there's a weird, this is one of those weird observations about the faith of Christianity. And it's a weird juxtaposition where even the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about being living in the world, but not being of it. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird thing that you have to do where you have to separate it's like you, you, you're taking yourself, here's life, here's this 100 years, and you have to separate yourself from how real this is right now and say, it actually, it's more than this, and, and I have to interact in this for this long, and then when I'm, when I'm dead, then I will have behaved as if there's more than that. It's, it's, it's weird, and I, mm-hmm. I don't like that because you can't prove that. Um, sorry, it's a little close. I don't like that idea because it's, it's not sticky you can't stick any it's not the noodles aren't done when you throw them at the wall they don't stick it doesn't make sense to me the living in the world but not of it and that's one of my problems with it i actually think it's correct and i think if i did understand it i'd do a better job of it i do a poor enough job of uh i don't really separate myself from the world that i live in i just get really caught up in life and what i want and doing things that i want including disobeying that it doesn't really matter to me the whole what heaven is afterward. Now, when I have conversations like this, it's sort of nice to like sit back and be like, oh man, I really need to reevaluate some things I'm doing because I want to do that thing where I fly into space and I <laughs> pop off my body. I know the point of church is to worship, but I think that's the point of church is to, to bring you back out a moment. Hmm. To put that's things cool, in perspective. No, that's, I think so. It's okay. How do I put this without sounding awful? You can sound awful. It's like indoctrination, but not. It is. Yeah. No, you see, there's a difference between discipline and indoctrination. There's there's a difference, but the point is that um, when you go to church, you you get you get things, the reality of things, put into perspective a little bit, because it's like, um, oh, you can swim six days out of the week, but um, once a week you're gonna stand and look over the ocean. Just remember. 
what 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 it actually is. It's like being red pilled every week or something. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. I'm time is finite and I'm gonna go somewhere something. It's easy to get I don't know. That's why I think church is. I know it's supposed to be about worship, but I think it's important because it I just I'm just restating myself. No, that's a super good observation. I've I've never thought of it like that, but that that really that that helped me. Whatever you just said helped me in my mind. In my I mind. I famously amongst my f- close family and friends have confessed to them that I hate church uh, in a lot of ways. I love the idea of it. Um, Do you have your list of topics? I don't know if church is on there. It might be, but if it isn't, write that one down. We'll talk about church at some point. Yeah. And why I hate it. Yeah. We, we, I, I, I say that word I feel like we loosely. talked about it already, but if we haven't, we, we want to. It must be on the list or something. Let me notes. Church as a topic. There's... There's a lot of, there's a lot in there. There is. Maybe we could talk about that next time. I like talking about the Bible today. Yeah, we kind of went on to like more than that, but yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, make sure it's on the list and I'm okay with wrapping it up if you are, but it's your show today. Yeah. Not, but not forever. I will I will wrap it up. Okay. Um, do we have anything else to say about this before we go? I think I'm going to try reading it again. I think that's what I'll leave it off as. I'm feeling hopeful about it right now. I Having will, this conversation I will try again too. Will you? Reading the Bible in the morning. Yeah. <sighs> I felt like I had a good narrative ending just now. Yeah. So we should just. Kind of started started with how much you read and ended with, I'm going to try to read more. That's like yeah. a happy ending. It's like a hopeful little. Oh. It is. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm smiling. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the listening show, everybody. And thanks for, I think it was Steven. Was it Steven? I think so. Oh, you're Steven now. (laughs) Thanks Steven for doing all that work for us. And uh, (laughs) yeah, really actually, this was my favorite podcast so far. I think ever. I think so. In a weird way. I I enjoyed it. That's the important thing. Me. Yeah. Yep. All right. (laughs) Bye everybody. All right. Bye.